heartbreak is really uncomfortable. It like I literally at one point I was like I just want to die. Like I was surprised that my own thought actually that my mind went there. I was like I don't want to live. And it's not that I actually want to die. It's that I'm just like ah Oh, it hurts. It hurts. Welcome to the Sacred Shadows Podcast, where we illuminate all kinds of taboo topics that are hiding in the shadows of the subconscious mind. Hey guys, so I recorded this podcast actually several months back uh, while I was kind of dating and frolicking around and playing and experimenting and I connected with somebody that I, I liked and it just didn't work out. And so this was my processing, a spontaneous riff session of just getting in my car and talking about my experience of feeling heartbreak. And I really wanted to share it because I think it's really relevant to the human experience. It, it sucks. It really is quite painful. And so I wanted to capture the raw moment experience of what that feels like. So enjoy, but just know that in the background, there is some background noises of like trucks driving by and little noises and even ominous noises of airplanes flying overhead. Um, that was not intentional ominous music. It's just kind of background noise. So just be aware of that and um, enjoy and know that there is an end to the tunnel of heartbreak and I feel like I am in a completely different place where I'm at now dating an incredible man that I feel very aligned with named Chris and I do many episodes with him which you will hear coming up here um, but this is me still in the trenches figuring my shit out so Enjoy and know that you are not alone in this process. Ooh, so hello everybody. I'm feeling super caffeinated. Caffeinated, activated. Oh my gosh, did you know that coffee is an aphrodisiac? It, it really is. I'm like hanging out in OB right now, Ocean Beach in San Diego. And I'm just like, damn, there's a hottie. Damn, there's... A, I mean, I'm not... I'm just like leaving... You're not ovulating. You know, you'd think... Oh, she's definitely ovulating. She's just like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm all like feeling good. I'm just getting, uh, I'm actually full on mooning right now. The full mooning with the full moon. It's, it's uh, a lot of moon action happening. Releasing my moon into the oceans the other night. Actually, I like burned a tampon under the full moon and like threw the ashes in the ocean. I was like, this is me letting go of everything that I didn't incarnate into manifestation in this last cycle. I know I'm kind of intense sometimes, you guys. I'm kind of intense. Maybe why I'm single. I don't know. Anyway, you guys. So today I want to talk to you because I just recently went through a fucking breakup. It was kind of a breakup. It wasn't really a breakup because we were never really together, quote unquote, but we were definitely hooking up and he's an amazing lover. Oh my gosh, we were playing some really fun things together and so I really enjoy hanging out with him and I don't know, we might hang out again, I don't know, but we're supposed to be breaking up because <laughs> I need some clarity around my life and messing around and like keeping something engaged in your world while it's like kind of holding you back or maybe not opening space for what you really want it's just good to sometimes like just you know 
kill the roadkill instead of watching it suffer. You know, it's like something's injured and you're like kind of like, oh, should I save its life? Should I keep it alive? No, just it's not. If it's not going to work, if it's too, yeah, just stop watching it suffer and just freaking do the thing. Do the thing and end it. And um, that's what I did and it sucked. You guys, I've been going through some of the shittiest fucking emotions the last couple days. Like, oh, so fucking painful. Ugh. Yeah, raise your hand if you've gone through a breakup in your life and you felt like fucking shit. I know you're raising your hand because everybody and their mother has gone through a breakup that has hurt at some point in your life. Maybe when you were really little in fifth grade and that one boy just didn't want to date you and you that was my first experience of heartbreak basically all my friends were getting boyfriends for the first time and I spent all this time asking my mom like mom hey is it gonna be okay if like do you think I can date you know is it gonna be possible do you feel and like she was like oh my gosh what is my daughter doing is she gonna be going on some kind of crazy adventure thing of with some boys and what are they gonna do is she gonna get impregnated before she's even had her period um I mean, I don't know if what my mom went through my mom's head, but it was like, okay. When I explained to her, you know, I'm like, mom, we're just going to go hang out at the skating rink basically and pretend like we're dating and like maybe hold hands. You know, <laughs> that's the extent of like a sixth, sixth grader dating. Um, and I got all the courage up to do it. And then all of a sudden the boy that I liked and wanted didn't want me back. He wanted yeah, he just didn't want me. I was not really interesting to him. But yeah, I didn't even ask him. My friends asked him for me. And I don't even know if I ever talked to him. But regardless, it was a rejection. And I ran home crying. Feeling like a total loser. Because all my friends had boyfriends. And I didn't. And now, ironically, more than 20 years later, there is a similar feeling happening deep down in my heart as all my friends have husbands and babies mostly most of them all of them have basically all my friends from high school have husbands now and um I'm that one friend who's just like frolicking around <laughs> around um sex in the citying it up all around uh California except I'm not even sexing the city all over the place because I'm kind of a prude a little bit <laughs> I need to become more of a slut I need to become more of a Samantha you guys I need to loosen up a little bit and just go play go play a little more I don't know I have some friends that are like really bold in their hookups it's just not my it hasn't been my thing I've been kind of conservative yeah, oh, that's bullshit. I have not been conservative. <laughs> oh, I have not been conservative. I have been somewhat kind of in the middle, okay? I'm in the middle. I'm not like a total slut and I'm a total prude. I'm kind of like, kind of have some moral standards, you know, to keep it together and be very uh, OCD about certain, you know, STD checks and protection and kind of keeping it monogamous for the most part so that we're not just leaking the energy all over the place but um I have explored a little bit of like polyamorous things with certain partners and then more recently I've actually been dating I guess sort of but I don't know how to date because 
I've never really dated. I've always only gone into full-on relationships with people. I don't know. It's like, ooh, I like you. Ooh, I like you too. Let's just dive into a year to four-year-long relationship just because we like each other. And honestly, I like I don't even know how to date. I'm just like, I know what I like and I know what I get captivated by. And I'm like, that's good. That's good. I feel good with this person. I feel safe. I feel open. Good enough. Let's go. Let's do this. And then dive in without maybe checking some other prerequisites that should have been factors into. But then also people change, you know. People kind of shift and change as you dive in deeper and you discover them more. And then all of a sudden you're like, damn, actually now our paths are kind of going in different directions. And we got we to gotta let this go. We got to let this go. So this last full moon, I... Um, decided to sever the relationship cord with my lover. Oh my god, he's such a sexy lover. And I love him so much. I still love him. He's amazing. He's a really rad human being. And I'm sure we're going to be homies. But <sighs> temporarily, we are severing our union of copulation. And um, I think that's the right word. That sounds so like weird. <laughs> Let's you want to copulate with me? Ah, <sighs> you guys, it sucks. Even though it wasn't a long term like monogamous relationship where we have visions and lives weaved together, that's actually what fucking hurts like a bitch. Oh my god, has that hurt? I went through divorce. That sucked because you definitely when you get married to somebody. You definitely create, like, we're going to be together until death do us part. Meaning you have all the visions and the strategy and the goals of how to, like, co-create life together and weave it and be a team player and have babies and have homes and have retirement plans and all that stuff. And when you have a breakup of that sort, damn, is that painful. Fuck, it sucks because basically all those visions of, like, the next five decades of your lives together die and uh it's really brutal it's really fucking brutal it feels like a, a death really this particular love affair was less severe than that it was just like oh I was like really excited to like tie you up and like do bondage shit with you and now we can't oh now you're gonna go you know bang this other like chick who looks like an anime character because I'm, I don't really look like that but you gotta do it because like you're really craving that outlet okay fine go do it Ugh, I'll just feel the feelings that I feel around feeling like I don't live up to some caricature imagination of a person that you want to sleep with and that's fine that's just fucking fine i have my own flavor apparently we decided i'm cashew caramel i don't know what the hell <laughs> flavor i am but um maybe now i'm mocha since i'm really liking i'm dirty chai baby that's my new flavor that's who i'm gonna be dirty chai maybe that'll be my burlesque name and uh yeah it sucked you guys it felt like a fucking punch in the guts dab being in the throat choking my heart kind of sensation it's really painful 
heartbreak is really uncomfortable. It like I literally at one point I was like I just want to die. Like I was surprised that my own thought actually that my mind went there. I was like I don't want to live. And it's not that I actually want to die. It's that I'm just like ah Ugh, it hurts. It hurts. I don't want to live with not only this sensation of heartbreak, right, of detachment, but the shame and the embarrassment that you feel around other people seeing you and like seeing me as this like, wow, Vanetta must be like just really fucked up. She's just like obviously just breakup after breakup, 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 breakup. Something's obviously wrong with her. And that's kind of the sensation that I'm avoiding is like occurring to people a certain way and feeling embarrassed about it. And you know what? That's why I'm fucking just owning it. Here it is, guys, on a public podcast. I've gone through a shit ton of breakups. What? What? What are you going to do about it? You know what? Though I've become an expert at fucking moving through breakups and shadow integration work around heartbreak and it's you know unfortunately but fortunately it has refined me and made me a really rad fucking healer and um I support people through that shit now and I really know how to help them move through it because I've had to viscerally do it myself through multiple relationships that were insanely painful and each one actually refined me more and more and more And I learned more and more tools and I dove into deeper and deeper shadows about myself. And, and honestly, I'm actually super grateful for those breakups because people, when they're in relationship and they kind of, they kind of hide, they kind of enable certain parts of themselves that get to hide in the relationship and they get to be enabled and justified and sort of like projected onto the other person. And they don't, they kind of get to stay in the shadows. But when you're just like, I don't want to be with you. Well, I don't want to be with you either because I have, and then you have to face your shit. You have to face yourself. You have to, and like the other person has to face themselves and you have to go through the feelings that are attached to that you've been avoiding feeling and like dealing with some of the things that actually come up in the partnership of them being with another person and like all the stuff that comes up for you around them being with somebody else. Like, fuck, I don't feel good enough. I feel like I'm not inadequate I don't belong I'm gonna be alone I feel lonely oh loneliness like I'm gonna be alone forever and like it's nobody's gonna love me and it's I'm I'm a hideous gross old I'm gonna just turn old and wrinkling gray and be the woman with the cats that's like homeless and living in the side of the beach and starts doing heroin and eventually throws herself off a cliff like yeah that's kind of like the ultimate right that's like the the ultimate down the fucking rabbit hole hitting rock bottom place that your mind can go when you start to feel like a failure you feel like a fucking failure it sucks to feel like a failure you guys it fucking sucks dick or something it sucks it sucks to shit I don't know. <laughs> it's like sucking dicks can be kind of, you know, pleasant for somebody at least. Sucking shit is more appropriate because who wants to do that? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Unless you're really fucking dirty, kinky, which I don't even know. I'm not. Okay. Anyway, back to the topic. Um, yeah, heartbreak sucks. 
sucks shit. And um, yeah, eating poop pie is not fun for anybody. That's like the embarrassment of it all, of, of like having to come out of the closet, come out of your little fucking hole in your community of like, yep, I am now single. Yep. Here you go, everybody. Feel free to talk all kinds of gossip and shit about me that I am uh, that single chick now. There you go. You're welcome. You can have all kinds of entertainment now and your, you know, wholesome life that you can focus on something else other than your own drama, somebody else's drama. You guys, I was in a small fucking town when I went through my divorce and it, yeah, got shit sucking. That's even, even deeper than that. It sucks. When you're in a small town and everybody knows your shit and they're talking about it behind your back and you could feel the eyes glaring at you as you pass by and then all the like fake smiles of like, oh yeah, how are you doing? Or just like, or the pity stares of like, oh poor you, don't worry, you'll find another one. Oh, bless their hearts to everybody. They just don't know how to really hold space for a wound when you just like feel like you're bleeding raw and exposed and you're vulnerable and your heart just feels like a puddle of mush and just everything that just grazes it stings like a hell it sucks it sucks so bad and um it's understandable that people can't necessarily be with it and don't know how to soothe it and that's why it's really nice to have a guide or a therapist or a coach like myself or somebody that can really hold space for that process of grief and and be with the raw truth of what's going on and help you express it and move through it and re re-alchemize and rebirth yourself Ooh, it's painful and it's so possible it's so possible and it's so doable and the more you gain the tools to, to process through it the easier it becomes and then it's kind of like a it's kind of like a little sketch comedy now for me at this point I mean I know like sarcasm is not necessarily the best way to deal with it but it has, actually can be a really fun and cathartic release as well having a little sarcasm in your life to just kind of like distance yourself from the being immersed in the drama and kind of just like make fun of yourself a little bit and like the light just like kind of laughing at the life circumstances like really life this is what like this is what you decided to give me now like what the fuck god like what are you trying to teach me all right like all right I'm gonna just like really look for the lesson here and I'm gonna dive in and I'm gonna actually come out stronger and like a more better version of myself a more better yes version of me that I've never been before and like so much more refined and so much more wise and so just clear on the type of energy that I want to embody and the type of energy I want to attract and the type of energy I want to surround myself with and also be able to hold space for for others so that's that's my rant today you guys my caffeinated rant this morning i did get hit on it was kind of fun actually it happened three times today hey what rebirth is happening faster than i realized with this last breakup it just happened like a day or two ago and already i'm just like what up life 
I'm not going to let my heart close off to you, to life again. Because that's what wants to happen, right? When we get injured and we get hurt, we're like, Ugh, I'm going to close my heart off and I'm never going to love again. I'm never going to love again. I never want to feel love because love hurts. But it's not actually love that hurts. It's it's the detachment. It's the grief. It's the it's the separation. It's the loss of something that was really precious in your life and fill the need, you know, for comfort, companionship, sex, all that stuff, you know, future teammate players. And all of a sudden when that person drops away, that gap is left and it's like, ugh, this shitty feeling that we don't want to feel. It's not the love. The love is what heals us. The love is what we can come back to even in the midst of breakup. Because here we, here we are. And even in relationship, we get into these like neurotic habits and patterns because we're trying to like, oh my God, don't lose the love, don't lose the love. But like you have the chance to, at any moment to reactivate the love within yourself and within your partnership or without your partnership. Like love is within your reach. Within the snap of a finger, you can center yourself and flood your body and your mind with love. And some people call it divine grace. I don't know. Call it what you will, but it's a visceral sensation you can activate in your body. And it gets easier and easier the more you practice doing it. But I reactivated my love and I'm just like feeling all good and juicy and like walking around like in my angel outfit. That's how I feel when I wear white. I'm just like, yes, I'm embodying the divine light. Everybody, the last, <laughs> the last like week I've been wearing straight black, full fucking black, showered like every other day, maybe not, I don't know, I was just like cocooning, I barely left the room at my friend's house, they let me stay there and just like get smelly and I was like bleeding and I was just like, fuck this, my heart's bleeding, my pussy's bleeding, everything's fucking bleeding and I'm just gonna shove myself in this well dark hole and just cocoon and feel the depths of my soul right like oh feel it all and now I'm feeling like okay cool I, I felt it I moved through it I did the processes that I normally you know give to my clients I'm like moving through all the exercises and now I'm feeling good feeling good and I'm like ready to come back out into the light and I put on my little angel outfit my little white you know angel outfit and stepped out to the beach and um I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to jump in the ocean. There's like this guy meditating over in the, by the cliffside. And then he like came down. He's like total, kind of like a cute looking guy. And then he was like, oh, I like your blue hair. We got caught up in a conversation. I mean, he did end up being like a heroin addict and, uh, you know, having been in jail and was telling me about his people overdosing and all that stuff. But you know what? Hey. It's still divine confirmation <laughs> that uh, I'm attractive to people. No, actually, we had a really deep conversation. I swear I want to have him on this podcast because <laughs> that's another shadow we don't talk about is demonizing people who have gone through some serious trauma and gone to drug abuse because they weren't able, weren't able to handle life. But after this uh, interesting man on the beach... That was an interesting experience. I'm not exactly like, yeah, you know, um, Prince Charming decided to come and uh, woo me as soon as I was free again. No, maybe your next boyfriend potential is going to be just like a homeless heroin addict down the street. But hey, man, 
don't don't go there just because you're desperate okay (laughs) just wait just wait and let it be another little confirmation that hey you know what I don't know be careful where you walk down the beaches I don't know what confirmation it would be but um I went to the coffee shop afterwards and there was actually like you know a guy that clearly has a computer and professional and he's doing his work and he's really fucking hot and we made some eye contact a couple times and smiled at each other and hey 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 um and I was like don't go and he left but he did he left and I did that a couple times this last week there's like some really cute guys and I was like ooh. I know you want to talk to me. I know we're making eye contact, but neither one of us approaches each other. And so we're going to totally just miss this opportunity. Bam. Okay. Bye. I'll never see you again. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. (sighs) Kind of sad, but kind of beautiful at the same time of just like, Hey, there are beautiful people out in the world. There are opportunities. And, uh, when I left the coffee shop, this other guy with like rad colored hair too was like, Hey, Hey, come here, come here. And he's like, I like your style, I like your vibe, I like what you're going on. And like, he actually, he actually initiated a conversation. I was like, dude, thank you for modeling what that looks like. So, yeah, thanks for doing that. Because I keep passing up opportunities and here you are. Like, fuck this, I'm not passing up an opportunity. Even she rejects me. The guy, like, clearly want, like, I could tell he want, you know, he wanted to, really find validation and love and was like really nervous and I thought that was really precious and sweet um that he was like bold enough to just even initiate a date with me just spontaneously like that I was like cool dude right on right fucking on that's how you do it you just keep doing it be willing to get rejected and maybe at one point somebody's like you know what yeah let's go for a date let's chat why not let's do it and then who knows what can start and then one day 20 years later talking about your how did you guys meet story and it's like we met at uh, the beach as uh, he saved me from you know the sharks that were coming I don't know whatever whatever get yourself surfing and uh, don't do it on your period because then you are going to be attracting sharks but hey if a cute surfer guy decides to save you after you lose your arm like that could be a really romantic story one day in the future. I don't know. I don't know. Oh boy. Guys, I thank you for listening to this rant because I am clearly caffeinated and clearly not like the most uh whatever why like scripted foreplay initiation of like love making to your ears, but I'm I'm enjoying sharing with you my raw process and part of it has been this and I'm it feels vulnerable and that's why I want to share it because sometimes I need to be a little sarcastic to talk about these things because they are kind of uncomfortable for me and vulnerable and I feel a lot of stuff but I know that I have to talk about it because me feeling it is a human experience and I know there's other people feeling it and I have tools to help guide people through it and so I want to be able to share it and validate that you're not alone in your pain process and don't worry there's more than heroin addicts out there for you um, for future partner potentials and um, it's gonna be good 
it's going to be sweet. Keep putting yourself out there and keep refining what you want and who you want to be in the process. And it's going to happen. It's going to be beautiful. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited to, for like hear your juicy stories as you tell me like post it in the facebook group you guys like here's my here's my love wound story of like my heart being a raw like pussy disgusting mess and then here's how i got through it or here's what i did i would love to hear that stuff so please share that stuff with me and anything else you want to hear me talk about of guiding people through any of this stuff around heart opening intimacy heart healing i'm loving this conversation these sacred shadows within our heart and also around our sensuality and explorations of that nature and our mind explorations of the cosmic mind i don't know i said cosmic but psychedelic cosmic shenanigans too i'm open to talking about all kinds of stuff like that because the mind is pretty trippy pretty trippy thing pretty amazing and there's all kinds of shadows hiding in there too so anyway you guys i love you and love yourself please self-love is truly really powerful healing medicine it really is you can just allow yourself to feel it just pouring all over your body all over your mind and and gliding into every corner of your body that you haven't pushed like allowed self-love to enter into that space like let your body be flooded with self-love and relax any tension around any area that is not is not in the light of love so if it's sitting in the shadows of self-hate and criticism flood it with light and let it just melt melt into that space and get all deliciously amazing and juicy up in that space okay yeah that's my that's my guided meditation get super juicy in your crevices okay everybody okay i love you be well know that good things are coming keep aligning yourself with love and keep walking this path of courage of stepping out every day and sharing your heart and keeping it open even if things are closing keep it open a good friend vicky of mine said that to me the other day and i'm so grateful for those words because as i was closing up this relationship i was really meditating on keep your heart open don't let it close and it really helped me through that process so okay ciao guys till next time Thanks for tuning in today to the Sacred Shadows podcast. If you liked it, subscribe and share with your quirky friends. And for more inspiration on transformation, go to sacredshadows.com. Till next time, my friend, keep lighting up that inner light.
Thanks for tuning in today to the Sacred Shadows podcast. If you liked it, subscribe and share with your quirky friends. And for more inspiration on transformation, go to sacredshadows.com. Till next time, my friend, keep lighting up that inner light.